Welcome, welcome, welcome in to the Mostly Manly Show. I am your host, as always, Brad Manly. How is everybody doing this week? It's going to be our Labor Day special. Okay, it's going to be a, a regular show, but it's on Labor Day. So let's call it a Labor Day special. Um, so I want to start off with a couple of things. I like doing some of the shout outs in the beginning, and then I might have a teaser. I'll save a couple for it at the end. Um, I want to wish uh, my very good friend, Barbara, uh, she... I think she had some pneumonia, so let's let, let's all send her our best wishes for her to, to get better. I know she's on the mend, but, you know, doesn't ever help to send her warm and kind healing thoughts. So, Fox, if you're listening, please, please get better. A lot of people care about you. Uh, let's do some happy birthdays. Um, a good friend of mine, we play darts together. Heck, we knew each other, I think, probably when we were in Cub Scouts. Um, my friend Scott, I think he turned uh, <clears throat> 39 this past week. A uh, happy birthday to him. My friend Linda turned clearly uh, 29. And my friend Amy also, I believe, 29. Again, ladies, 29, 29 years old. You're welcome. All right. I talked a little bit about, I really enjoyed doing these episodes where I talk about my childhood because it draws a lot of my childhood friends out and we're, you know, shooting the breeze, talking back and forth about things that we remember. And it's, I don't know, it's it's a fun deal. You know, technology does a lot of great things. There's a lot of shitty things, but it does a lot of great things. And being able to reconnect with people that are, you know, a thousand miles away or more is kind of, kind of fun and it's rewarding. Um, Anyway, so I talked to Missy. Missy reminded me, <clears throat> she gave me a little bit of a hand slap and reminded me that she was my best friend first before we <laughs> before Todd ever moved in. So Missy wanted her due. And a couple things she, um, actually our, our chat was thoroughly enjoyable. And um, I wanted to touch on a couple things she talked about. One of the things she remembered, I, I don't know that I had forgotten, but I didn't get over to talk about it uh, with last episode, was that we used to play over in Todd's yard. He had, they had like two lots. They had like a corner lot and then another lot. And in the drainage ditch in that yard, and it was dirt, it wasn't concrete or anything, we used to play army men where we would set up all of our army men and we would dig trenches and make little stick barricades and different things. And it was a, a we had an entire system figured out. If you came to play, you were indoctrinated into the rules, like based on what the character, what the army man figure was, you threw whatever it was we were throwing and knocked the other guy's team down. Uh, usually a stick of some milk or a ball. Not like a rock, because we want to break our stuff. We didn't have no money. Um, but we, uh, depending on what the character was, the, you know, army figurine was, we would throw the weapon different. We would throw it, try to most replicate how that would be. So if it was a grenade, we would throw it like overhead, uh, you know, like lo lob it overhead. Um, if it was like a machine gun, we would chuck it real fast. You know, it was, we had a good time. It was completely the honor system because you don't want to be a bitch and peek at the other dude when you're setting up during the whole setup phase, which is 
lasts far, 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 far longer than the actual combat phase. But it, we had a blast, an absolute blast. Um, and we would sometimes we'd start painting our army men. You know, we had to check, okay, what color are you going to go with? All right. And then you, because you don't want to paint the same color, like some kind of copycat jerk. That's a big deal, right? When you're a kid, don't copy off me. You know, as you get older, it's like, hey, I got a, that new Saturn in that blue color. And then somebody else gets it. And you're like, yeah, it's cool, isn't it? And then you go home and go, I can't believe Bill copied off me, that son of a bitch. But I don't know. Is it still a thing? Copying? Another thing. I get off terrible on tangents. It's crazy. Another thing that Missy told me was that I taught her the national anthem. And the funny thing about the national anthem is my friend Bob, who I'd also talked about, Bob and I were always playing sports, always. And we had a, a team for our hometown that generally was the two of us and gen, a million imaginary players for us and against us. But we'd be out in the ball field. And it was just us two kids. And I mean, from the time we were seven, eight, since we were huge into sports, we actually knew word for word the national anthem. And we would sing the entire national anthem before we would play ball out in the field. We'd go out there, we'd take our hats off, you know, put them over our heart. And we would sing the entire national anthem, just the two of us out there. You know, it was, I don't know, it was about respect and honor, I guess, because we had seen them do it and how they respect players, people, fans reflect, respected the flag and everything. And so we would do that. I mean, I'm not sure we have that whole same mindset as much anymore. Now it's more of a, you know, instant gratification kind of society. Everybody wants now, they want, they want likes or, I'm doing the air quote fingers, likes or views, you know, and if you're mean or if you say something they don't like, they'll block you or unfriend you. We were kids. We'd block people or unfriend them by not going over their house. Blocked. Billy is blocked. He's unfriended. We're not going to his house. And that lasted, too. I mean, it was good for a couple hours for sure. Till old boy came strolling out of his house with an armful of the freeze pops. It was like, back on the friends list. Unblocked. Well, come back. We have made a comeback for the second half. Um, you know, last week I talked a little bit about, actually a lot of bit about protein shakes and, you know, that whole, uh, the whole advertising tricking me a little bit. Um, my friend Charlie pointed out to me, and rightfully so, that the weight loss versions of those shakes, you know, not the protein shakes, but the meal replacement, they're called, that are basically you drink this instead of eating. So you get less chunky. Um, those are even worse as far as texture. Those are like grit city. It's, you know, nasty. They're, I mean, the stuff that's left when you're done, there's still stuff in that bottle, shaker bottle or the cup or God forbid the can or I don't know. It, and that stuff will harden. And you'll never get it off the glass. They're actually huts. And the Amazon rainforest held together by slim, fast residue. It's crazy. The villages, they're all, all these huts in the village are held together by slim, fast residue. And that actually, that village is called Grit City. That's where I stole that name from earlier. It's ridiculous. The advertising makes it hard to trust anything. And I know that's their game, right? That's their, that's their shtick is 
is tricking me into feeling uh, any kind of way that they want me to, right? I'll tell you what, Brad, you take some of this and you will be beautiful. No, sir. No, sir. There's not a product alive, not a product on this plant that's going to do something like that. Not cast that kind of magic. And, and so it makes it hard. It makes it tough to trust anything, right? I mean, I think as adults, we're more distrustful anyway. And when when did this all start? It's not a, a product of social media, I don't think. I want to blame things on social media because, you know, we didn't used to know if Aunt Helen slipped over that final step and broke a heel, you know, whereas now it's on video and everybody thinks it's hilarious, even stupid shit, like when people get hurt or dumb shit when you try to trick somebody at the grocery store. I don't know. Some of those are idiotic. I mean, some are funny, all dog stuff. Uh, for the record, all crazy dog things are hilarious. I'm I'm a huge fan of that. But I think that most some of that distrust or a lot of it started in childhood. And for most of it started the exact same way for almost, I mean, I can guarantee this happened. This was not me. It was millions of children, or young adults. And it started in the same way. Two words, folks. Country crock. Am I right? Open your fridge. There's a container of country crock in there. Oh, beautiful. I think Shed Spread was the company, but that big brownish container is called country crock, right? Might be margarine. Might be meatloaf. You don't know. You don't know. You're not sure if it's gravy or green bean casserole. Stuffing or a science fair project. That It shook my faith in the shit that was in the fridge, right? I mean, it, it left me left me with a lot of questions. I mean, not, then it extended, started with the country crock, right? Then extended to that blue tin of Danish butter cookies. You know what I'm talking about? You see those and it's that kind of shiny blue and the cookies are beautiful. The, the, on the rare occasion that there's actually cookies in the tin of butter cookies, the cookies are stunning. They're beautiful. They're perfectly made. They're a light, crispy, deliciously buttery tasting. Oh, fantastic. Mmm, mmm, I want that one, that swirl with the jelly in the center. Well, too bad, kid. It's 200 spools of thread. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Get your heart set on cookies. You know, your grandma's like, well, I got milk or, you know, later in life, maybe coffee. Later, it still tricks me now. I just saw that on Facebook the other day. There was a, an ad for them on sale. And I'm still, I would go into Walmart and go, I bet those are my grandma's bingo supplies. Don't let anybody fool you. Anybody have that? Your grandma played bingo and she had the stuff? She had like the dauber, the <laughs> whereas if you took it, you could do it on the floor and leave little ink trails. I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't. I don't. Somebody told Okay. I might have. And then they had all the little... Uh, Oh, the the little, what do you do? You cover the number with them. But my grandma had the ones with the little pokey so you could hold them. Because she had them long grandma-y fingernails, so she maybe couldn't handle them easy. So she had the ones with the little handles, which were perfect. They went, you know, the thing would lay flat, the cover would lay flat, and then the little thing would stick up so you could step on that. Or your mom could, you know, for instance, just for instance, your mom could, your dad could, you know, have to beat your ass. But... You know, so it's that kind of distrust, not trusting what's in grandma's fridge. Although, you know, there's probably some safety in being kind of wary of what's in your grandma's fridge sometimes. I'm just saying. 
unless you like prune juice. One time I drank a glass, a, a big gulp of her prune juice. I thought it was Pepsi. My grandma would have, uh, and for all my friends, I'm talking about Gaga, my mom's mom. We called her Gaga. I couldn't say grandma when I was little, little. Um, and I called her Gaga till the day she passed. God rest her soul. Honest to goodness, I did. She was just a wonderful human. One of my favorite people ever in the history of the world. Um, but she would have like a glass of Pepsi in the evening. And sometimes I'd share, take a hit off it. But, and sometimes she'd let it go and it was just in a plain, clear glass and it would get flat. And so when I saw this glass and I, the same color, I picked it up and took a hammer of it, thought it was Pepsi. Prune juice, team. Prune juice. That's another reason why we're distrustful. Another reason why ask before you take something. Ask, find out what the hell it is before you take a sip, before you take a taste, before you sample it. My good friend Renee knows that because one time I had some of uh, an older dear friend who's passed away. Billy made me see. He referred to it as his 10 habanero chili. And Renee strolled in. I worked with Renee. We were the closest of friends. And she would always, if I was eating something, she'd have some. Well, she came in. She was going to take a bite. She didn't ask if she could have some chili. She didn't ask if it might be 10 habanero chili. Took a big mouthful, then was mad at me because it was hot. Renee, I know you remember that. And I hope that you've learned your lesson. Something about you tells me that you did not, though. But, so yeah, just that whole... That might be this and it might not be that. It might be margarine, might be something else. That freaked me out. A lot of stuff freaks me out. I mean, I'm, I have a very questioning nature, I guess. So a lot of stuff freaks me out. You know what freaks me out? And I hope I'm not the only one that freaks me out. That this freaks out, I mean, sinkholes freak me out. You see, just these giant holes. Sinkhole swallows car in Ohio. What? Like you're sitting in your car and like an, a hole in the earth opens up? Is this land of the lost? That is ridiculous to me. How do we not? I don't know. And maybe we do. I'm sure people far smarter than me understand this. But do we not realize, okay, this particular area is a hotbed for sinkholes? I don't know. Is there Are there hotbeds for sinkholes? Or could it happen anywhere? Like, could me, I could be recording right now and kafunk, fall right in. I am on a slab, so that's better than, you know, having a basement because I'd be sunk, sinkholed, sinkholed, sunkholed. I don't know what the past tense is. Sunken holed into my basement, and I don't need that. That's ridiculous. That scares me too. The other thing that freaks me out, and I'm not sure I really want to go into it. I'll definitely have another whole episode on it, but something that freaks me out is space. Everything they tell me about space, it just blows me away. And now they have that new badass, I think it's called the James Webb or whatever telescope. It's ridiculous. You know, it, it's so good. I mean, you can see like a McDonald's on Neptune and shit. You can see so perfect, but it's crazy. You know, they say, well, a gojillion years ago, this happened. How the hell do we know? Because that message is just now getting to us. The message from who? Did they have AT&T? Someone ate a gojillion years ago? I don't, 
it all blows me away. And then people say it. And when they say it about space, and then because it's space, nobody seems to have a great grasp on it, except the people at NASA. They're like, well, what happens is it takes us 800 light years to get that information. Okay, none of us have been alive 800 light years, as far as I can tell. I mean, I saw a dude at the store the other day that looked pretty old, but I still don't think that he, you know, had that going for him. But so we just accept it because what the hell? How can we argue? Who are we to argue? You know, we don't have any info. They, I don't know. They seem to have info. They got the cool stuff. They got better shit than I got. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. But we will definitely, we'll get into, we'll get into space in a future episode. We will. I'll talk about it because it it intrigues me and freaks me out both. Um, you know, just like margarine possibly actually being in a container labeled margarine. You know, there is that. Okay, I want to do a couple more shout outs. See, I tricked all you guys by thinking I had them all finished. Um, I want to shout out my Star Wars boys, Seven Knights of Ren, small but mighty, getting a little bigger, a little more mighty all the time. Um, guys are awesome. I want to my Empires and Puzzles crew, United States of Aliens, um, excellent crew. I've been with them for a long time. And even when I got sick and didn't play for a long time, they kept me on. So that's pretty pretty much appreciated. I enjoy their company. I like talking to those folks. Um, and then the Eagle Steve is my Looney Tunes Alliance. I play a lot of games, folks. I don't do too much. Um, my Eagle Steve is my uh, Looney Tunes Alliance. We're in the middle of our war. But my friend Charlie, he gets a triple mention today because he's the one that inspired the um the slim fast stuff the weight loss shakes being grittier and having you having to i think he said if you don't rinse out your glass after you make yourself a weight loss shake if you don't rinse it out right away you're gonna need a chisel to get that job accomplished so um i appreciate charlie for his inspiration um i appreciate everybody for listening and let me know if um, I'm on Brad Manley is my Facebook page, uh, mostly Manley podcast at Yahoo. If you want to email somebody, let me know what freaks you out. I will talk about it. I talk about me enough. Somebody might be ready to hear about somebody different than me. I got to be boring at some point. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And until we talk again, stay manly. <laughs>